0: Find out what Autism in Racing is all about, how it all started with Bobby Beavers, the Race Day presenter and commentator, and how Autism in Racing is going to make a difference by giving Autism a voice in racing. Today on the podcast, we have Lucy Gurney, who is the Community Engagement Manager for RacingTogether.co.uk, and Lucy's going to talk to us about Autism in Racing. Hi, Lucy, how are you?
1: Hi, Julie, very well, thanks. How are you?
0: Yes, all well. Thank you for joining us today. So can you just explain to us what Autism and Racing is and how it all come about? Sure.
1: Um, So Autism and Racing is a collaborative group of people working across the racing industry to raise awareness of autism, to educate people of what autism is about and importantly what it isn't. Um, and also to pilot sensory rooms on some racecourses this summer.
0: And what is a sensory room for people that don't know?
1: Um, so a sensory room, or the ones that we're using in this case, are mobile units that we will transport to racecourses. These ones actually have overhead projectors in them, so they project a quite calming sensory image onto, onto the walls of the unit. And the idea is that they'll essentially create a a safe space where um, a young person that has autism can use on a race day and their family. Just in case any of the kind of racing environment becomes um, a bit of a sensory overload, Uh, it just gives that kind of backup of a a safe space to, to relax and enjoy the day from.
0: Good, and you're saying it's going to be piloted at some race courses. Do you, do you know what race courses that they may be?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Doncaster Racecourse and Haydock Park and Musselboro Racecourse up in Scotland as well. So we're Great. delighted to have them involved.
0: Autism in racing, who's involved in it?
1: Sure, so it's quite a long list, so bear with me. <laughs> um, racing Together is the, <clears throat> who I work for, is the sponsor. Um, so we're kind of coordinating part of that within a smaller project team, which is myself, Bobby Beavers, who is the founder of Autism in Racing. Uh, he's a race day presenter and commentator. And Paul Swain, who is from the Racecourse Association. Um, so us through kind of the core project team. and But we also have the wider steering group for Autism in Racing, which includes representation from the BHA the Diversity and Racing Steering Group. Some members of the racing media, um, a person called Luke Howard from Arsenal Football Club, who was instrumental in setting up their sensory room that they have there, which is recognised as one of the the best in football, which has been a huge help as part of this project. Um, Then we also have funding
0: generously from the Racing Foundation to, to support the pilot there's quite a lot of people involved. And how do you think it will make a difference? So the there's a few ways that we're hoping to make a difference. The
1: first is that we've launched an online e-learning module, which is to educate and raise awareness of autism across the racing industry. So that's can be found on Racing to Learn. So that's the first part of it. I know Bobby, because it's autism is very personal to him and, and he founded this project his kind of I'll quote him he says that we want to give a voice um, giving autism a voice in racing sorry and he's really passionate about kind of spreading the word making people feel like they can achieve whatever they want to achieve in the sport and that they shouldn't feel held back by any kind of autism diagnosis um, and then the third is to make families feel safe if they're kind of worried perhaps they might not attend a racing fixture. Otherwise, it's making them feel safe on a race course and having that support there for them on a a day at the race course, which is what we're piloting at Doncaster, Haydock Park and Musselburgh.
0: Am I right in thinking that Bobby has only recently been diagnosed? Is that right? Yeah. So about a year ago, his daughter
1: Sophia was diagnosed with autism. and, And I think around the time Bobby and his wife drew some comparisons to some of the things that Sophia was doing to, to how Bobby might have been when he was younger. So yeah, he he looked into it himself and recently was diagnosed and then briefly spoke to the Racing Post and various different journalists about it and, and kind of explained how racing has almost helped him in a way. I think the doctors even acknowledged that racing had, um, finding his passion in racing and and doing what he does has really helped him so yeah an interesting one to be diagnosed
0: kind of later later in life not as a child and do you think that's the case for many people then that people are being diagnosed later and perhaps there may be people within the horse racing industry or any industry really that may have autism one they may not know, or two they they may know and keep quiet about it. Do you think that could be the case?
1: Yes, yeah, an interesting one. I know lots of people have reached out personally to Bobby uh, to talk about their diagnosis and and their experiences in racing, and maybe part of the raising awareness that we're trying to do might might flag up to people that um it might be something they're uh, struggling with or um, that they hadn't thought of before and I know there's differences in um, boys and girls are diagnosed differently for some reason but it is it's 700,000 people in the UK adults and children have
0: autism so it's 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 a lot of people that are, that are living with autism. That is a lot you haven't launched that long ago have you how's the launch been so far? Yeah it's been really overwhelming actually I think I think
1: particularly Bobby would say that having shared his personal story, but we've been amazed by the positive reaction. Obviously there are lots of amazing initiatives across the sport of horse racing that are kind of community focused and education focused. And um, yeah, it's, it's been incredible the amount of support. The, the Twitter page has got uh, 1,200 followers already just in seven or eight days. Um, Bobby was asked on luck on Sunday at the weekend and uh, sky sports racing before that so yeah incredible we we weren't sure how how relevant people would find it and how many people would kind of get behind it but yeah really exciting to have that kind of support and, and acknowledgement so far.
0: And do you think that the horse racing industry as a whole uh, is a very supportive place and are very good at being open and inclusive and welcoming to everybody?
1: I think so. And I think more and more is kind of happening in this area. We work quite closely with, I think I mentioned the diversity in racing steering group. And so it's not only for things like autism, but perhaps uh, mental health issues or any kind of inclusion I suppose across across the sport uh, whether it's female jockeys um, or ethnicity or anything like that is becoming something that is being talked about that people are able to share their experiences of and is is yeah something that racing has acknowledged that it's it's trying to
0: become a more diverse and inclusive sport. And I saw on Twitter so I've been following your Twitter posts that um, some of the race courses, probably the ones that you've mentioned, are going to hold autism-friendly days. What what would it look like, an autism-friendly day? Yeah, so an autism-friendly day
1: is part of the the sensory rooms that I mentioned earlier, but I suppose it's slightly wider than just the sensory rooms being on the course. It's, It's looking at the accessibility of the course in the first place, what's the um what's it like kind of accessing the course getting in do you have to queue do you have to go past um a really loud or I don't know food vans or something like that that's that might potentially be overwhelming for a person with autism and it's all it's about planning ahead as well so that they might have seen or experienced they know what to expect when they get there and yeah just making sure that 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 day is as as smooth and as inclusive as possible and and like I said this is something that we are piloting and so we're learning all the time we've got the support of people like Luke from Arsenal FC the Autism Education Trust who have been a brilliant brilliant partner already that are helping us learn what will work really well um, on a race course and and get that feedback and really use that so that hopefully this pilot project becomes a catalyst for change in racing and, and that more race courses feel that they can adopt this and be welcoming to, to people with autism.
0: And there are different levels of autism, isn't there? So I suppose, I'm just assuming here that your e-learning program that you mentioned, would that cover the different levels?
1: Yeah, it's uh, autism is often referred to as a spectrum. So there are various different different signs of autism I suppose but also different strengths and the e-learning module goes through that and you can also kind of as you go through it test your learning as well and and there's a certificate at the end and and it also talks about there are some case studies in there Greatwood being a fantastic charity in Wiltshire and yeah a few others that kind of explain what those real life stories of people with autism how they might kind of Yeah, how their different kinds of autism would would show themselves.
0: And can anyone that's working in the racing industry, can they take this e-learning module? Can they do it?
1: Yeah, you don't have to be working in the racing industry at all. Racing to Learn is a free e-learning website. And all you have to do is go on there, sign up for a free account, and then you can access hundreds of different courses on various different things across the sport
0: um, and
1: Autism Awareness in British racing is one of those.
0: And uh, as you say, that anyone that takes this module, they would get a certificate. So that would always help with people getting future jobs. It would look good on their CV as well, wouldn't it?
1: Absolutely. That's, that's part of the, the point of Racing to Learners. Um, it's kind of set up for continued professional development. For people working in the industry or, or interested to get into the industry in any way as a fan or, or to work.
0: So with uh, regards to all of this happening within the racing industry do you think this will entice more people to come along?
1: What our aim is with this is that families with young children that have autism and would perhaps think that racing isn't something for them that it would be a negative experience rather than a positive experience we're, we're trying to open the sport up um, and welcome them to have a, a fun relaxing day out with the pilot phase of the project and actually the the wider project itself is is not just focusing on families with young children with autism it's longer term this is just year one and i know bobby has plans for for the program uh, particularly the one of the next steps is to create a support network for anyone that's wanting to work in the industry um, and perhaps has an autism diagnosis and or is an employer and someone has come to them and said they've been diagnosed with autism or they come for an interview um, and to kind of make sure that that's not a problem that there is someone to call that's fully qualified to help and that can really provide that backup network to support people.
0: I was just about to say to you actually that if if there was somebody who had always thought about working in horse racing but you know has let their autism hold them back what advice would you give there? I think I would say follow
1: autism and racing I would say maybe even get in touch with Bobby directly and kind of talk about talk about what it is that you feel might be holding you back because I know that he's passionate about people should have dreams and believe that they can achieve them in racing regardless of of any autism diagnosis and I think the more we hear from people like that and the more that we can encourage and and support and, and make sure that this
0: pilot project is kind of heading in the right direction the better so going forward, do you think that there'll be plenty of support in place for people, regardless of what job they'd like to go for within the horse racing industry? That's the idea for the next phase of the project. Um, in the short term, people
1: will be able to see how we get on with the pilot sensory rooms um, on race courses. And yeah, we're already starting to work on what that support network would look like and how we can how we can get that going.
0: And you talk about the next phase. What does that, or what is it looking like at the moment, the next phase? Well, we're in the planning stages of that at the moment.
1: And a lot of that will be informed by the outcomes of, of this current phase that we're in. So uh, we hope to have, by the end of the summer, delivered those sensory rooms on race courses. And a lot of it will be based on the feedback Uh, that's provided by the families that attend and the race courses how they found um, hosting the sensory units and, and how we can help them to help people with autism as well so so there's a lot still to come really before we get into phase two of the project but I know Bobby has lots of really exciting ideas and and we're all right behind him with that as part of the autism Erasing group
0: if anybody comes along to one of the the race days and they want to talk to somebody about this perhaps they have a family member that they've been thinking about bringing along to the racing one day are there people on course that they can speak to about it
1: so in the first instance I would suggest going to the racing together website and finding the autism and racing page you can read kind of full about the, the project there. At the bottom of that page is um, an email address. I think it's at gmail.com or similar, or alternatively get in touch via Twitter and speak to us that way. And if you think that you'd want to attend maybe one of the pilot race days that we're involved with, then, then that would be a, a great way to get in touch with us for that. And yes, as we build up towards those days in the summer, that's definitely how I'd suggest getting in touch.
0: Great. So if people want to find out more, the first step should be contact you, probably go to your Twitter because that's where you're all chatting at the moment, isn't it? Or to the uh, racingtogether.co.uk websites. Exactly. Yeah. Lovely. I wish you all the luck for everything that's happening with autism in racing i'm following your twitter feed so i'm sure many more people will if they go to twitter um, what's the twitter name that that they should follow you on it's at autism in racing at autism in racing lovely thank you so much lucy thank you julie great to speak to you this podcast is sponsored by tack and tweed visit tackandtweed.com for horse rugs and more.